This is the Ed Milet Show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Ed Milet. I'm fired up about today's show because we're getting right into what it takes to win. And that is this. Write this down. One more. One more. See, I accepted a long time ago I wasn't the smartest, the best looking, the fast enough, with the best background, the most connections. I didn't have any of those things. What I could control was my work ethic. You've heard me speak many times about outworking everybody, but I think that just feels good when we hear it, but most people don't take it seriously. If you think that I have a little bit of success in my life, I can tell you what I attribute it to. Yes, self-confidence, yes, mindset, visualization, goals, all the things I talk about all the time, listening skills, influence, energy transfer, how to be happier, all of that stuff applies. When you get to winning, for me, it's come down to maxing out. And what maxing out means is you do one more at least than you think you're capable of. So when you're done, whatever you're doing, whether it's at the gym or phone calls or meetings or in sports, one more shot, one more throw, one more swing of the golf club or the baseball bat, the separator is for the winners, they do one more. I'm addicted to one more. And so I want your mantra going forward to be one more. What does that look like if we're working out? That means when we're in the gym and we say, I'm gonna do five sets of 10, I'm crazy. Like I'm a psycho, because I wanna win. I wanna be somebody. I wanna separate. I wanna compete. And the way I do that isn't with my giftedness, because I wasn't born with a bunch of gifts. And I think gifts are crap. I think for the most part, gifted people struggle in life because things come easy to them. I like that things haven't come easy for me in my life. I like they don't have natural talents in every area. And maybe you like that about you too. Maybe you've looked at yourself all your life and thought, man, I don't have that natural beauty or that natural talent or this gift for creativity or intellect or humor. I don't have any of those things. But what I got is I will outwork you. And so at the gym, one of the things I focus on, they say it's five sets of 10. When I'm at 10, I go one more, bam, 11. If I'm running on the treadmill and it's a 45 minute run, I never finish at 45. I always go one more minute, 46. If I'm at the office and I'm supposed to make 25 phone calls that day, when I'm at the end of the day, I always do one more. If I've got meetings, I always do one more. My mantra for three decades in business has been one more. Why? Because we get out of life what we think we deserve. And I'm the kind of guy that I know when you do 45 minutes on the treadmill and I do 46, I deserve to be fitter. I know that when I'm lifting weights and I watch you do five sets of 10 and every single time I do one more. When it's a set of five, I do six. When it's a set of eight, I do nine. When it's 45 on the treadmill, I do 46. When it's supposed to be 20 phone calls, I make 21. When it's supposed to be an eight hour workday, I work nine. Whatever it is, I always do one more. And what that does is it makes me eventually think I'm doing things other people aren't willing to do, so I should get things other people aren't gonna get. And if you go to the root of the things I believe philosophically about winning, the people that win, the great athletes that I coach, when I watch the really gifted golfer and the one who actually wins, the gifted golfer, they do what they're supposed to do. You never know they weren't working hard. It's not like people don't work hard. Everybody works hard, that's a given now. But what's the separator to where you become the maxed out version of you? See, the gifted golfer, they hit their 100 balls because they're supposed to, but the not so gifted one that ends up winning, they hit 101 or 110 or 120. I watch them on the driving range and you can hear them say, one more, one more. What's the difference between Kobe Bryant and other gifted NBA players when he played or Michael Jordan? 
when they played. Or right now, Kevin Durant, people tell me, or Steph Curry, they're constantly, when everyone else is done shooting in the gym, they say one more. Larry Bird was legendary for one more, one more. The people that would throw the passes to him, the ball guys in practice, he always wants more, he always wants more. The great hitters that I know, the Mike Trouts and MLB, they're gifted, but they just take a little more. They take that extra batting practice, that extra session. They're always doing extra. That's the separator. Like you can learn all this stuff. You can digest all the tactics information that I give out, but if you're not willing to do one more, eventually there's a part of you that says, maybe, maybe I don't deserve it. I'm just doing what everybody else is doing, and that's not good enough. It's not even good enough to do more than everybody else. It's your maxed out level. It's one more of everything. And so whether that's a phone call, an email, a text, an appointment, one more time you tell your spouse you love them, one more time you go in and kiss your children goodnight, one more hug of somebody, one more phone call, one more everything. I want your theme to be one more. Have I said that enough times for you today? So what's that really look like in application? Well, the second thing it does for you is you actually do more reps of whatever it is you're doing. And when we do more repetitions, we get better. And when we do more repetitions, we're more productive. So number one is the psychology part. If you're someone who's always doing things other people aren't willing to do, you always max out, you always go to the next level, you convince yourself you deserve to win. You can take low self-esteem, low identity, low confidence, and change it over time by building this habitual addiction to doing one more, this obsession of one more. All the greats do one more and all the average don't. It's not that the average don't work hard. It's not that the average at your company, they don't, it's not that they don't work hard. They probably work pretty hard. But do they always do extra? Do they always do one more? Do they always do 10 more if they need to? Do they always get after it? The other part of it, number two, is you just get better because of the reps. You're just doing more of something, you get better. You get, you get stronger. You, you become a better phone caller when you make one more phone call every day. You become a better communicator when you do one more meeting every single day. You get better at coordination in your sport or at the gym by just doing more reps. Yes, you get better. So that's the second layer. But the third one is you stack the odds in your favor. See, for me, I want the odds that I'm going to win to increase. The larger numbers we play in life in every area, more is always better. People tell you, more isn't always better. And almost everything, more is better, just so you know and almost everything. People who tell you more isn't better in most things are lazy, and they try to justify their own weakness. Don't let people who are justifying their own weakness convince you that you working hard, you doing more, isn't the pathway to your success. People say, well, you gotta work smarter, not harder. That's a lie, because everybody who wins works smarter. The separator is who works harder, and by the way, we become smarter through working harder. All the new revelations, all the breakthroughs, all the new discoveries always come when you're doing one more. Always come through more repetitions. You find new ways, new strategies, new words, new keys by higher repetitions. So even if you believe working smarter is more important, you will become smarter by doing more. So if you work 300 days a year, let's just say, 300 days a year, that's 300 more phone calls every single year. Over five years, that's 1,500 more contacts. 1,500 more contacts. Just think about that just for a second. Over 30 years, that's 9,000 more contacts. What are the odds the person who makes 9,000 more contacts or even 300 more a year are gonna win? You give me two average people that walk in a room, same ability, same skills, same backgrounds, same product. One of them makes 300 more contacts a year than the other one. Who's gonna win? 
We know. How about over five years? One of them makes 1,500 more contacts over five years. Who's going to win? Over a lifetime, 30 years of work, one makes 9,000 more contacts. Who's going to win? You stack the odds in your favor. Never mind the person who'd made the 9,000 more contacts is better. They've got more reps. They've got more confidence. They believe they deserve to win. They just have 9,000 more opportunities. How about a golfer? One of them makes 300 more swings a year. A year. And that's just one more swing a day. Right? And over a year, over five years, 1,500 more, 9,000 over a lifetime. Who's more likely to win? So you pick anything you want, you begin to stack the odds in your favor. How about at the gym? If every day you went one more minute in your cardio, so it's supposed to be 45, you do 46. Do you know what that starts to do to you? You start knowing you're different. You start knowing you obliterate standards. You start knowing you can break through. When you break through an artificial barrier, like 45 minutes, you do one more. It sets a catalyst for your entire day. It sets a syntax. It sets a mindset for the rest of your life. Never mind the fact that if you do 300 more minutes, which is 9,000 more over your lifetime, who's going to be more fit? So you begin to stack these things and your entire life changes. This is what I like to call compound pounding. Most people underestimate what time can do when backed up with massive activity. Right as I'm speaking to you, I'm looking out at the ocean right now and there's a massive rock formation, and you can see the rivets and the rocks. And what caused those rivets and the rocks was compound pounding of the ocean hitting that rock over and over and over again. Over and over, compound pounding against that rock. And over time, that ocean breaks the rock down. Over time, where you can see the breakdown in a rock that water does hitting it. Think about that over time. Not one time when the water hits it, not two times, not five times. When you add up years and years and years of that water hitting the rock, it breaks it down. And that's like getting through to your dream. You have to be like that water hitting the rock I'm staring at right now, that over time, that compound pounding breaks down the barriers, breaks down the obstacles, breaks down anything in your way of getting to your dream. So I'm sold out on all the strategies and tactics that I teach you. But what I believe in completely is the power of compound pounding. And here's the crazy thing about most people. They will give up on their dream before the compounding has been allowed to kick in. So they'll work at it and they'll work at it and they'll work at it and they don't see the breakthrough. But what they don't understand is that rock was getting ready to break if you just keep pounding against it. But because most people don't see the evidence, see, if you watch that water hit that rock over one day, you're gonna see no difference. Two days, no difference. Five days, no difference. Maybe even a year, there's no difference. Maybe even five years. But you have the compound pounding of every wave hitting that rock over and over again. There's an inevitability to the breakdown of the rock. That's true of your goals and dreams as well. There's an inevitability to success. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, when we adopt one more, when we adopt compound pounding. Do you know the kind of confidence you begin to have when you just accept in your life that I am going to be relentless. I'm always going to do extra. And you accept the fact that all things break down over time. All the barriers will go away. All the obstacles will go away. Everything in your way will go away if you keep after it over an extended period of time. Most people overestimate what they can do in a year. They do. They set up goals for a year and they overestimate where they're going to get to. And they dramatically underestimate what they can do in a decade. And the reason for that is most people don't understand the power of compound pounding. So I want you to accept today that you're going to be relentless, that you're going to keep coming, that you're like a dripping faucet. You're like those waves hitting the rock. 
Other people are going to get slowed down. Other people are going to take a break. Other people are going to flinch. Other people are going to cool it. Other people are going to believe they've made it. Or maybe some people are going to believe they can't make it. But you're going to be relentless. You're going to be repetitious. You may not be the fastest. You may not be the smartest. You may not be the strongest. You may not be the most beautiful. You may not have the most articulate thoughts and ideas in the world. But what you got is compound pounding. What you got is one more. And when they get weak, you just keep company. When they flinch, you blow their doors off. That's how you win in life, is you keep getting after it and keep getting after it until the job gets done. So a lot of people can be excited for a day. They can be excited for a month. Some people can be excited for a year or two or three years. But the winners, they stay excited as long as it takes to get the job done. They keep after it until the job gets done. They never stop, they're always after it. And that's where their strength comes from. That's where their confidence comes from is knowing their capacity to keep coming at you and that all your competition is going to get weak. They're going to get tired. They're going to surrender. They're going to give in. They're going to think they made it. They're going to take a break. They're going to cool it. And you just keep coming. It's just nature. Just like the nature of the ocean against that rock, it's just nature that you run down your dream, that you knock down your dream. I want you to implement all the things that I teach on Max Out, all the tactics, all the strategies, but more than anything, I want you to buy into the fact of an inevitability of you winning, that it's inevitable, that it might not be a year or two years or three years, but you're gonna stay excited and you're gonna keep doing one more until the job gets done. Today's message is very simple. You can win, you should win, and you will win I want you to feel this. You will win if you just keep coming. You keep getting after it. You keep doing one more. You can control this. You can't control all the exterior things in your life, people's attitudes, how they treat you, who cancels on you, who changes their mind, who hates on you, who lets you down. But you can control this. You can always go 46 instead of 45. You can always go 11 instead of 10. You can always make the next phone call. Always do one more meeting. Always do one more. Always, always, always. And I promise you, you will knock down that rock that's in between you and your dream and make them come true. Today's really simple. You're going to knock down whatever that rock is that's been between you and your dream. You're going to keep after it. You're going to be relentless. You're not going to give in. You're going to be the person who stays excited until the entire job gets done, until that dream is real. And you know long term, all these other people, they're going to flinch. They're going to get weak. And you won't. You've adopted a max out mindset. And I want to remind you today to stay connected with me. I want you to win. Hope you can feel it today. I want to break it down to its most simple form, which is that you use nature to your advantage. You use the force of you, the force of effort, the force of sustained effort over an extended period of time to wear out the obstacles in front of you and your dream. I want you to feel the confidence that comes with that. I'm telling you, look at me, listen to me. You're going to do this. You're going to win. If, and it's a big if, if you'll just adopt it, it ought to be written everywhere. One more, one more, max out, everywhere you can put it. It's inevitable. It's not if anymore. It's just when. And I want to remind you of that. Share and subscribe to today's program. I hope it gave you hope. I hope it gave you certainty. And I hope it gives you a very simple recipe to dominate. God bless you and max out. This is The Ed Milet Show.